Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this episode on Tuesday, the 19th of May. As of last night, that is 18th May, India has crossed 1 lakh positive COVID-19 cases. And um, whenever we cross a big milestone like this, it's always good to uh, look back and get some perspective on what uh, the data is telling us on various data points. And that's what this episode is about today. By way of reference, uh, the last time we did a data podcast like this was, well, we put out the episode on the 8th of May, but I think it was on the 7th of May that India crossed uh, 50,000 cases. So um, that itself gives you an indication of uh, the doubling time. So um, Srinivasan Ramani joins me again on this podcast. Srinivasan, I think that's a good segue to start the um, first question. Um, In terms of doubling time, how is India doing? So um, not only have we uh, crossed uh, one lakh cases, we are now among the top 11 countries Mm -hmm. in the world now in terms of total number of confirmed cases. And uh, it's it's a good time to actually check how we are doing within those countries, uh, compared to those countries. And what we found out was that uh, among the top 11 countries, uh, if you look at the case increase in the last week alone, right, uh, how the infection curve has been in the last week alone, if you take that as the uh, factor, uh, India's cases are doubling the fastest, meaning it takes, last we checked it was 13.7 days for cases in India to double and uh, uh, Brazil and Russia were also pretty close. Russia, I saw uh, last uh, week, uh, it had come down to, uh, it had, the doubling time had gone, gone up slightly to 17 days. But Peru, India and Brazil have the lowest uh, uh, doubling times. And India especially had the lowest among these countries at uh, 13.7. Now, uh, that's uh, partially this is because uh, the there have been some easing down uh, of the lockdown that has happened. Uh, the easing of the lockdown that has happened in the last uh, 10 days or so and there are more intermingling of the population is going on and uh, some states have also opened up uh, like Kerala for example has opened up its borders and people have come from overseas and so on so that has brought in a new uh, increase in the number of cases yeah Um, uh, but at the same time we have noticed that uh, uh, there is major difference we will get to that later in the podcast but there there are variegated differences across states so in some states, you are finding more cases because of, you know, high testing like in Tamil Nadu. In some states, the case rate continues to remain high even if testing has not been uh, ramped up like in Gujarat or in Maharashtra and so on. So what we see now is that India is no program. I mean, uh, the, uh, even after three lockdowns, the case rate has not uh, come down. Uh, th- there is a steady increase. And uh, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, my understanding is that if the current rate of uh, uh, case, uh, current rate of increase of cases holds, then we might be the country with the highest number of cases in Asia, probably in another 15, 15 to 20 days. I mean, we might overtake Turkey uh, pretty soon. Uh, Iran uh, has one like uh, 20, 23,000 cases, uh, around 15, 20,000 cases more, more than us. And I'm expecting India to cross Iran's mark by uh, probably Sunday, that is uh, another five days. Right. That's because uh, cases in Iran have started to, uh, you know, sl- the doubling time has slowed down in uh, um, in Iran, while we still have 
cases piling up every day. Right. I did. I did see a, a Bloomberg report today that that actually put India as the country in Asia with the fastest uh, doubling yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. So that is yes. that is that actually holds true at the yes, moment. Yes, yes, yes. And we are we are not only the country with the fastest doubling time in Asia. We are the country in the top eleven uh, nations with the fastest doubling time. That's what we found. Okay. Mm. Right. So I think mm. we need to talk about the lockdown now. Mm -hmm. So we are into lockdown phase four. Mm -hmm. Of course, that involves many relaxations. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, in the initial phase of the lockdown, it was kind of maybe with the first couple of weeks touted as a big success. Mm -hmm. um, also, um, we as advertised, we had the world's most stringent lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you know, as we are speaking now, and mm -hmm. we're talking about uh, you know over one lakh cases, mm -hmm. and we're going to be the country in Asia with mm -hmm. the most number of cases. Mm -hmm. It's clear that you know the stringency of the lockdown is not mm. the factor that's really is not a factor that's really helped at all. Mm. Mm. So, what does the data tell us about you know different countries dealing with this? Yeah. Is stringency of lockdown really a factor? So, what we did was we did an exercise where we tested stringency against testing rates, mm -hmm. right? So, we then divided our uh, you know analysis into three three periods co coinciding with the announcement of different lockdowns, right? So on March 25th, when the March 24th was when the first lockdown was announced, on March 25th, almost you know uh, all countries were uh, uh, I mean cases were rising in almost all countries very quickly, uh, barring South Korea. Uh, almost every other country uh, in every other country, the cases were doubling in less than 16 days, including India. That was the situation in uh, on March 25th. Uh, Irrespective of whether they were testing high or low, uh, this was the case. Almost all countries were uh, noticing high uh, or, or uh, quick doubling times. On April 15th, that is nearly three weeks after the lockdown, what we noticed was that uh, uh, those countries which were testing at a much higher rate were slowly starting to uh, show a flattening of the curve. That means uh, countries like, uh, let's say, Israel, uh, Italy, uh, or Switzerland, uh, countries like Israel and Italy, for example, had very strong lockdowns, mm -hmm. but they were also testing at very high rates. Okay. Now, countries like uh, Switzerland, uh, you know, Austria and uh, Czech Republic, these countries were not uh, did not impose a stringent lockdown, but they had a high amount of testing. These countries showed a slowing down of the doubling doubling time, while countries which only had lockdowns and were not testing enough like Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, the South Asian countries, other countries like Mexico, Ecuador in uh, Latin America, Peru, they continue to have uh, continue to have faster doubling times. Some countries such as the US uh, slowly started increasing their uh, testing rates and they didn't have a stringent lockdown and uh, they were also doubling at very fast rates. So we could say on April 15 that a combination of a lockdown and and high testing rates was having an effect in some countries in terms of reducing the uh, case uh, increase in increase in cases. Three weeks later, again on May fourth, what we noticed was the picture was pretty clear. Okay, we noticed that irrespective of the stringency of the lockdown, cases were slowing down only in those countries where testing rates are high. Okay, even countries like the United States, which have now the country with the highest number of cases. Yeah. Even the United, even United States started showing, uh, uh, you know, slow, slower doubling times once they significantly ramped up their testing rates, and we noticed that all the countries which had very stringent lockdowns, again South Asian countries, 
and other Latin American countries like Colombia and uh, Ecuador and Peru uh, and Mexico, despite having a very, very uh, strong uh, or very, very stringent lockdown, their doubling rates were still quick. Uh, even in countries which were testing quite well, like uh, Qatar, Russia and Peru, despite the lockdown, uh, you know, uh, they were uh, noticing uh, quicker uh, doubling times. But in those countries which had much higher uh, testing rates, irrespective of whether they had a lockdown or not, these were the countries that did well in reducing the case growth rate. The stringency of the lockdown was not as much as a factor as the testing rate. India continues to remain one of the countries with the lowest testing rates the world and uh, that is why we have not now slowly and steadily we are moving up up the ladder and uh, we, there is no respite even today as we speak uh, i'm expecting close to 6000 cases so we are not been able to necessarily arrest the outbreak despite having a stringent lockdown so uh, and the reason for that is again as we have argued out in previous podcasts unless we t- t- test enough and trace enough the people who have even asymptomatic uh, infections, they could spread uh, the virus across to various other people. And that's the reason why we are not able to arrest the uh, outbreak. Okay. So, there's a picture here where we'll, we'll discuss um, the variance in terms of different states' performance because, I mean, that's something that we always do yeah. uh, when we have these conversations. Mm-hmm. But just one other quick uh, data point uh, to cover, mm-hmm. uh, which is on um, uh, information that we now know about uh, fatalities as yes. regards uh, COVID-19. Yeah. We do know that uh, comorbidities is a big uh, factor if you yeah. have people yeah. who have diabetes, hypertension, other things like that. Yeah. Elderly population, uh, especially those with underlying conditions, mm-hmm. uh, that's there. But there is some new research uh, that suggests now that uh, there are some other factors involved. Yeah. Uh, so, please talk to that. Yeah. So, um, there have been recent studies in France, in um, in, uh, in the United States and, and in the US, where they looked at uh, patients who have been admitted to intensive care units. Right. Uh, who are, I mean, who are at the risk of fatality uh, and who have been infected by uh, COVID-19. And what they found was the uh, patients who are highly obese and were aged less than 60 years were 3.6 times more likely to be admitted to the ICU than patients without obesity in the same age group. Right. So not only are elderly vulnerable, all the elderly vulnerable to uh, COVID-19 has has been uh, uh, proven in uh, from case studies in South Korea and China, and which is the reason why worldwide. Uh, people have understood that the elderly are someone to be protected yeah. uh, from this uh, disease. They have found that if you are younger but are, but you are highly obese, then you stand a chance of the, the disease being fatal for you. Right. That's what um, the studies from uh, France and uh, the United United States pointed out. So uh, there's another study in the UK that's that uh, looked at the fatality rate for uh, patients who are suffering from COVID-19 and other non-COVID patients who had uh, similar uh, similar disease and then divided that among uh, into wealth, wealth quintiles. Among the most deprived uh, people, uh, people with the lowest uh, uh, wealth and in the, la- in the last quintile, they found that 48% of the patients uh, who were the most poor and also had uh, COVID-19, they died. But uh, uh, the, among the same segment, People who did not have COVID-19 but had a similar uh, viral pneumonia uh, infection, only 21% died. Which means to say that COVID-19 disproportionately affects people who are poor. And that's the case with other wealth quintiles also. From very poor to slightly poor and so on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's very very clear that poverty is also one factor 
Mm-hmm. When it comes to whether someone can, and this is borne out in uh, you know anecdotal uh, you know news from the United States, where the African Americans have been found to have yeah in, uh, you know more uh, uh, infections than uh, other communities in the U.S. Okay, yeah. No, I remember the the point about um, the African American community being yeah. uh, more affected. That was a big hmm. uh, point of discussion a few weeks back as well. Hmm. Um, right. So let's just move on now to talking about uh, the performance of uh, various states, the the hmm. variance between them. Because hmm. you know when we talk about overall uh, us having a low testing rate, yeah. that we I mean we do have to keep in mind that there's a breakup yes. of states and yeah. performances. Yeah. So again, uh, which states are now doing well? what we noticed was that uh, tamil nadu ever since it's, ident- it's identified its coimbatore uh, cluster yeah uh, it has uh, significantly ramped up its testing rate mm-hmm. so which is the reason why infections are much higher in tamil nadu it's, it's now the state with the second highest number yeah. of infections yeah. in the country but fatalities are relatively much lower right only 84 people have died of covid-19 in tamil nadu as mm-hmm. compared to close to 1100 in uh, maharashtra 1200 in maharashtra and nearly 700 in Gujarat. Mm-hmm. And if you take up today's numbers, Gujarat is now across 720. Okay. So, uh, while Gujarat and Tamil Nadu nearly have the same number of cases. The reason is that Tamil Nadu is testing much, much higher. Um, the testing rate is probably the highest among states. But if you can consider uh, union territories, Jammu and Kashmir is now. Tamil Nadu is fourth. Uh, Jammu and Kashmir, Delhi uh, continue to have the highest testing rates. Andhra Pradesh has a pretty high testing rate. So these are the states with relatively high testing rates. Uh, Gujarat, what we noticed was in the last uh, 15 days, 10, 10 days or so, they significantly brought down brought the testing, down. testing right. rates. I don't know why they have done that. Uh, but, uh, but at the same time, the infection number of infections has remained same, which means to say that the positivity rate, mm-hmm. people testing positive, has gone up significantly in Gujarat. States like Telangana. Uh, surprisingly continue to have very very low testing rates the telangana we had discussed last week also they have been very poor in terms of the, in terms of transparency they, yeah. they have they did not they have not revealed their uh, number of samples they test every day or so and we managed to access uh, records saying that they have tested only 23000 people uh, some three or, three, three or four days back that amounts to close to 600 people among a million population which is uh, way way lower than many states except yeah. for bihar and the northeastern states like Nagaland and Mizoram, Telangana continues uh, to be among the lowest in right. terms of, uh, in terms of uh, testing. testing. And it doesn't bode well for Telangana because unless you test enough, you, you will never be able to identify, uh, you know, potentially infected people. And then it will not, the cocoa will never flatten. You will continue to see small rises in the number of uh, cases in Telangana for uh, for some time now. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange mm. approach because they they are the state that always sort of seems to take the lead in extending the lockdown. So they have yes, really yes. show some seriousness in yes. dealing with it. But that yeah, is that so isn't I think accompanied which means by to, a, yeah, which means to say a couple of things. One, they think that having a more stringent lockdown should be enough yeah. rather than having a more comprehensive testing strategy, uh, which I think is not as we discussed earlier. And which has born, which has been borne out uh, in the last uh, three months or so, it's not the right approach. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing I and uh, I, I I would like to add that's a personal comment is that states tend to think that you know lockdowns work because it also you know gives them a, a sense of unlimited power. Yeah. And that's the reason why states have used lockdowns almost as a knee-jerk way to you know address this COVID-19 outbreak. States have to really calibrate whether they can use this approach forever 
and uh, if they really have to tackle the outbreak uh, you know on a war footing they need to significantly ramp up their testing rates right so so before we end where do you um, what are the trends that we should be watching out for uh, again um, we're among the, the you know the countries with the most number of uh, covid-19 cases now so yeah we're not an outlier in that sense what do we need to be looking for so one thing that we did not discuss is that while india's um, you know case infection rate continues to remain high yeah. uh, you know every day we seem to be adding a, a lot of cases our fatality rate is still low yeah. compared to all those countries in the top level uh, in fact we crossed china last week mm-hmm. uh, cases are now almost 15000 more than uh, well, almost 20000 more than what china uh, has but China has registered nearly 4500 deaths mm-hmm. while in our case uh, the death count is somewhere in between 3100 to 3200 so that that's a silver lining thankfully uh, india hasn't had the number of uh, high number of fatalities as other countries there are two reasons to it one could be that uh, because we have a largely younger population and uh, also um, unlike countries like italy where um, elders tend to live in elder care homes yeah uh, while in india elders are generally live, live with their own uh, families uh, families um, that that has helped uh, you know arresting the uh, fatality rate to some extent at the same time we can't be uh, really happy about this as well because uh, we have we have known uh, anecdotal reports from delhi and from bengal for example that uh, the fatality rates are uh, being underreported right uh, there there have been uh, there was a report in the hindu sometime back saying that at least in you know, the, the data from just two hospitals uh, showed that the fatalities in two hospitals were more than what the delhi government was claiming and in bengal till sometime back they were not even tracking uh, people who were dying because of comorbidities as uh, people who died because of covid yeah they were uh, you know uh, separating uh, separating that, that. they started uh, reconciling it now but uh, there remains a suspicion that some states are not adequately counting the the dead even in madhya pradesh uh, we, our reporter had reported a month back that uh, in some places like indore for example the count was um, much higher than what was officially being stated so that is another factor that needs to be tracked over time and i think reporters would be tasked with this job of really finding out if this is the case elsewhere so these are the things i think we need to track now we need to look at whether fatality rates are really low uh, as being officially uh, maintained or not and secondly which are the states that are testing enough so, so that the outbreak can really be contained and uh, i think it's time for us to ask our governments to understand that testing is the only way out lockdown can only help to some extent it's not the it's not the determinant or the determining factor right thanks rini once again um and once again we link to uh, as many data points as we can along with this podcast uh, please do read those and thank you for listening